From the red carpet to the celebrity street style hairdos and hair don'ts, this is Get Trust With Us. Here's your host, ladies and gentlemen, Us Weekly's beauty director, Ms. Gwen Flamberg. Hey guys, it's Gwen, and you're listening to Get Trust With Us. I am so excited, you guys, because today we have the most exciting guest joining me with Beth. Hey guys. And Jen. Hello. We have got Mr. Johnny Sapong in the studio. Hello. Hi, guys. (laughs) I love your little shy hello. You know me, Gwen. I'm shy, aren't I, really? Shy and retiring. It's shy and retiring Englishman. We're very reserved. You're not, you are not shy. You're like the opposite of shy. Well, that's because you meet me in those kind of moments and I play with your hair, right? (laughs) That is true. That is true. You guys, Johnny is a hair god, an icon of the 90s editorial scene. Right? You worked on Kate Moss. And worked with Kate and worked with Naomi and worked with um, Amber Valletta, um, Carolyn Murphy, Chandra North. Oh, my God. Um, that was like... All the, those lovely girls. When I was getting out of university, those were the models that, like, yeah. they made me want to be in magazines. Oh, totally. And I guess at that time it was really about the fact that, you know, we'd come from a period where it was all about big shoulder pads, big hair, and it was a time when... Um, you know, I moved to New York when Kate did at the same sort of time. So it was the early 90s, probably like 90, 91. And we'd come off the back of working for magazines like The Face and ID and all these kind of things. Got to New York and they were a bit like, uh, what's that? Like, you know, but the, at the same time that was happening, you know, that whole thing with Mark Jacobs and Perry Ellis and grunge and stuff. So it was like a sort of revolt against what was actually happening in the fashion business or what was going on in fashion itself or beauty as well. So we were able to kind of come in and I guess just sort of break some rules in a sort of sort of more punk kind of way. Yeah. In, in that kind of spirit. And creating an image is so key to like creating that mood of, you know, it's like the hair was just like effortlessly cool. Absolutely. And I think that that was also what you said. It was just about trying to do something that was about an air of simplicity, but always trying to sort of put an idea or a twist on its head with the girls that you kind of grew up with, which are kind of like family now. Right, 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 right. I was at a nightclub once in like the early to mid 90s and Kate was there with Johnny Depp when they were first dating. And it was like seriously one of the most exciting moments of my early time in New York City as a grown up. I was like, And and neither of them were from Essex, were they? No. (laughs) No, they weren't. Well, I'm sure you guys can hear that Johnny is not from the United States. Oh, no, I'm a good London boy. He's a good West London. London at that. He's a good London boy. And so I thought that he would be the perfect person to chat with us, you guys, about Duchess Meghan's amazing hair on the royal tour because she has been serving up some looks. Oh, I love it. She Everything that she's been putting on, I mean, of course, since we've really seen her since Harry, but with this royal tour, and of course, everybody's been paying extra attention with the bump. So it's like, what is Megan wearing with the jewels? But her hair really has been on, on point. She's just been, like, mixing it up. Yes, she has been. She's been doing a couple of updos, which um, she doesn't really do that much. Sometimes she does a little bit of a soft thing, but she has some flowers in her hair, mm-hmm. which is very she different. She wore for a chignon, you guys. That was like major news. Which yeah. I thought was quite amazing because, in the way to adapt the flowers into the chignon, still gives an air of something that feels fresh and modern mm-hmm. as well. Totally. And I think that with the array of, of, of 
doing updos and stuff. It's also that thing of not trying to make her look too older before her years exactly. and stuff and and still trying to sort of you know of course there's a there's a there's a you know a, a plateau or a regulatory way that one should be as part of the royal family you know as a duchess per se but they're still like having that sort of youthfulness as well i love it because her hair doesn't look too polished which I right like. that's it's the cool kind of part. just you know messy of course she's putting the 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 fijian flowers in her hair but i just love the the kind of loose not trust kind of look that she's been giving it kind of looks like she's just getting up in the morning doing her own hair we know she's not but it kind of just makes it look so effortless and a style that you can do yourself oh i agree and i think that uh, through her beauty like through the her makeup and letting her skin show through and her freckles and her hair like she's kind of gotten even a little bit of backlash for that messy bun but it is that messy bun that makes her feel like more down to earth than Absolutely. any royal has ever makes felt, her right? Feel approachable. It makes it feel like something that you know, the, the the girls out there that are looking at her, women, you know, they sort of too can feel like they could do something like that, right? And it doesn't feel like it's almost like oh, because she's a duchess or she's you know a member of the royal family that it's not achievable. Right. You know, there's there's something there that still has a desirability, and I think the fact that you know one, she's American. Right, and she's she's married into the British royal family. Still means that there's a nice crossover. That, totally, that, that's something that becomes a global aspect that everyone can look at. Totally, and of course, her beauty. You know, she is mixed race, and I think that she is like one of the most beautiful women that I, that that's around today. Like you think Absolutely. about like women in Hollywood, it's like she is one of the most beautiful starlets on on you know in the world today. And that's so a fresh. Lovely way to be able to reflect that in what you do with hair because you're still keeping that whole pace up. You know, right. you're keeping something up that still feels that fresh, I think is, is my sort of choice of word. You know, in, in that way to be able to do that where you complement outfits with, you know, the way the hair's dressed or styled and, and it should feel like it's not too done or going back to what you were saying, where it doesn't feel too fussy, you know? Yeah, like you actually need so. I mean, of course, she has somebody traveling on the road with her. But what what do you think she's doing with her hair in terms of products or even does look how she's glossy. styling it? I feel like she must be 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 going back to the root of that thing where it's always the suggestion of you know how you maintain that. So you know the right shampoos, the right conditioners. You know, I'd love to say she's using you know things like you know um, products that that I would. would well, you know, would we recommend. actually have reporting. She had said on her when she had her blog called The Tig, mm. she had admitted that she loved using the Leonore Grail, um, the oil. Ah, the yeah, she loves beauty. It. And right. doesn't it look like she uses that oil? Because her I hair looks so glossy. Definitely, because, you know, it, it's about the way that something feels shiny without feeling greasy. Right. You know, so it has a nice kind of thing where the, there's a reflection. So wherever light's hitting it as well, you know, you sort of are able to embrace it. And being somewhere like Fiji, Oh, Think God. about it right so now. So gorgeous. Good time of year. I also have a theory that the pregnancy is sort of behind some of the shine. Absolutely. Maybe. Right? Right? The hair when, does look very thick. When the ladies get pregnant, you know. That's You've got I, four. Johnny has four I, like, children with a lot of hair. I love he it. He knows hair. I love it. I've got plenty of <laughs> hair. No, like two months ago, it's so funny because a couple of us here in the office were talking. We're like, Megan's hair looks different. Like, it just didn't look... 
as normally straight as it usually does. I was like, I wonder if she's pregnant. And then we had heard that she's been using vegan hair dye. So, you know, a couple of months ago, that's when we were like, hmm, okay, yeah. she's got to well, be. It's, she's gotta it's, be it's, it's a start, right? You right? know, you get in there. You know, <laughs> her and Harry had a good sort of like set two. You get your first dancing and then obviously wedding night. There you, <laughs> know, there you go. There you, no time to waste. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I was actually thinking we are coming up on a year of the engagement, you guys. Yes, very soon. Like, it's like this is all happens very, very fast. They got engaged in like late November, early December, married in, in May. And now, I, I mean, it's just kind of like insane how fast, you know, if you're not like a normal girl from Essex, how you have to actually like, you know, you got to like give it up for the people. You got to give it up for the people. And I think that, you know, <laughs> when, you know, the queen gives the OK, that's right. You got to get down and get on with it. You know, and yeah. that's what Megan's doing, which is, I think, really quite gracious because, you know, she was her own light in her own world Absolutely. with her own career, doing all these great things. And, and the interesting thing is, is that, you know, I think Harry's been super supportive around how she is still able to be herself. But now she's got a new role as, you know, his wife, but also as a duchess. And it's about what issues that there are in the world that people can make a difference. Totally. And so by, you know, the thing where you're incorporating things to travel and see things and be in places, but also share this with the, the, the public. At the same time, you're sort of sharing your life every day, aren't Absolutely. you? Absolutely. I mean, you have to, like, sign on to that if you want to marry the hot Prince Ginge. You know, which I would have done it, Johnny. Listen. I would have done it. And it's then I would have hired you to do my hair for my royal wedding. But we've still got hope. Listen, we've still got still, hope. I'm sure there's room. some obscure royal in like Macedonia room. or Prince, someplace. Prince Andrew George. is single. Look at Prince Andrew. <laughs> that is true. He's age appropriate. Do you remember Prince Andrew? <laughs> he likes the redheads. That is true. <laughs> he does. He likes that the is redheads. so true. Okay, so Megan, her hair, you know, does have this kind of like simplicity. Absolutely. But sometimes when hair looks like that messy bun can almost be harder to do than a fancy bun, right? I also I always think that it's much harder to do something that looks broken or yeah. disheveled than it is to, you know, make it polished. And I think it's really about the fact that, you know, you're not over laboring, but it's about just having an understanding of what your hair does and it doesn't do. Right. You know, and to be able to create a texture or something that, that is simple is 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 being able to use a few simple techniques sometimes and the fact that, you know, you're not going to roller set the whole head of hair because you, you don't necessarily want it to have volume. But what she she has naturally is is a mixed texture. Right. You know, she's a mixed race, so she's going to have, like, the, the, the natural curls possibly from her mother and then the smoothness or the body might come from her father. But it's about what you use. So if you're using, you know, like, a, for instance, like a leave-in conditioner, after you've kind of um, polished off the hair, right? Rather than tro totally smoothing it out, you might use a wide tooth comb to blow dry. So then you get a looseness and then there's a movement to the hair. If you're adding that movement, um, you know, sometimes it's using a, you know, a double waver, mm -hmm. but you don't want to do every single section. So you're still keeping something that doesn't get too perfect. And I think that if she's doing that herself, it's also about the fact that maybe you're not using, you know, um, the, the blow dryer on a high heat. You know, you're using it on a more moderate heat. And, Gives you more and, texture. Yeah, and you're sort yeah. of like, you know, it was like, you know, in the, in the old days, we would always say, you know, go to sleep in rags. So right. you can get a bend or, you, you know, you put a couple of braids in your hair so that when you wake up the next day, actually, when it takes out, you've got you've got movement in there. Right. Then from there, there's also a nice base to work with. And, you know, these things should be able to be done with like, you know, a, a, a single pin rather than. But that's 
when you're a professional, right? So, but somebody's got to be traveling with her and doing her hair on this I tour. I would say that, that that it would be nice to think that she could do that herself, <laughs> which which I don't put it past someone like her because she's been, you know, a model and an actress and stuff. So you have that that's that kind of knowledge. Yep. But definitely to have, you know, your own little personal houseboy running around with you, <laughs> making sure that they've always got a bobby pin to kind of slip in when, when, when you run out and stuff and just kind of like, you know, maybe Harry's doing it. You know? Wouldn't that be great? If maybe I could Harry's find a man it. who would do my hair in the morning, that would be yeah. it. Um, I think my <laughs> wife would probably agree with you there. Yeah. But also, I have a few things to say about that. Wait, do you give your wife a blowout like when she actually needs her hair done? Listen, I try my best, but she would tell you that that's a big lie because obviously it's like a busman's holiday, right? You know, when, when, you're, at, when, you're, when you're off the job, you're sort of not really thinking about doing hair. But, you know, I've got four kids. And a, and a very big dog who likes to kind of like be groomed at home as well, right? And my wife sometimes feels like she's at the back of the queue. So it's like, it's like that one where I've got to be very careful what I say because this goes out there. And I'm sorry, love, but I promise when I get home, haircut, blow dry. Amazing. How often do you cut her hair, though? Um, I I I would like to say that it was every six weeks, but <laughs> but but probably I like it longer. That's my thing. But it's not what you like. I, it's, how, it's how many I, times she wants her I, hair cut. I know, exactly. And that's the battle. That's the battle that one faces. It's like that. Because if I was like a majority of guys, you know, like we like long hair. You know, guys have that thing about long hair, but then I'm always scissor happy. So then sometimes it goes too short and then she'll be upset with me. Are you and like I'm chasing like, her around the house yeah, with scissors? Like, like, I see a split I end. Get I over here. Come back, come back, come back. But no, no split ends because she uses fabulous products all sure. the time. I'm and sure. so she runs out and then she's shouting at me because I sort of like took the rest of the products out of the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> That's too funny. Oh, the life, the life of a stylist. So who is your dream person to style? Um... My dream person to style at the moment, I'm having a lot of fun with Kira Knightley. Oh, she. Um, she has looked so amazing. Absolutely. I mean, she's, again, Kira's sort of really quite um, simple, but actually, you know, has these choices and selections. And it's, it's, you know, the outfits that you wear. She's got a great stylist, Leif Clark, who is, again, an old friend who just has a really nice sensibility about detail. And it's being able to find that fit, you know, um, it, and we we all collaborate together. So whether it's Kate Lee doing the makeup or Lisa mm-hmm. Eldridge or, you know, sometimes it, I'm not available to do hair, so Ben Skirvin does right, it. Right, 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 and, right. And, you know, between us all, you know, we've all kind of known each other for, you know, some time. And it's like a way of seeing someone evolve. And totally. you, 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 you try things, but you're also being given, like, some direction, but there's an element of trust as well. Of course. And so... I recently saw um, Amber Valletta at an event. She was at Harper's Bazaar Icons event. Has not aged. She is stunning. She looks exactly the same. Looks exactly the same. But I've always loved her hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, I Amber's mean, fantastic. But again, just that short haircut one. that she's had for years. Yeah. Like, what is your number one tip? I mean, I love my long hair. I love my curls. But, like, I would love to get the guts one day to, to get that haircut. What would be, like, your piece of advice for a woman who just constantly wants to chop it all off, rock the Amber Valletta cut? Remember that moment in the 90s when everyone was cutting, like, a gamine cut? Yeah. Like, yeah. Jamie yeah. Richard. Yeah. And yeah. I loved that. I love it. But, of it course, it's like, look. I don't have the guts to yeah. do it either. Jamie, Barry Smithers. Barry Amber Smithers, even, yeah. You know, and it was this thing where I think, again, it goes down to, um, you know, that, that sensibility of, of having the confidence. Because what normally happens is, you know, you're on a shoot. Right. And it's like, you know, a young model... 
and it's kind of like make or break moment. And really, you know, as the hairdresser, you're being put into this position where everyone's looking at you going, well, you've got to ask her, you've got to do it, you know, like, and, and <laughs> yeah, nine yeah. times out of 10, if I'm really honest, it's a moment when you're sort of like, well, come on, let's sit down. And you're looking at the face shape, you're looking at what is going to fit, but it's also about not what you wear, how you wear it, you know, that, totally. that confidence in it. I mean, re- I recently done it to one of your favourite redheads, Lily Cole. Oh, love. Did that at the beginning Cut of the year. Cut her hair off, yeah? Cut it totally off. Oh, wow. Like, we went from, you know, she, it, 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 it sort of happened in stages, but Lily was always inquisitive and, and thinking about it. And it was a very sort of like, you know, like I, I guess like a therapeutic thing. Yeah. You know, she'd had a, she'd had a, 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 a little girl and she was going through this thing where she was not doing as much modelling and doing more acting and just not being tied to the fact that you've got, a, you know, a, a big contract so you need to keep your hair up because it's a hair care thing. Or well, and when you're a and redhead, you're so... Your identity, from when you are a tiny, tiny little human, your identity is tied to the hair and Absolutely. how different your hair is and that that's your thing. And, you yeah. know, it's probably why, you know, I'm like well, Samson. that's why He's, you're like Samson. And, you know, we share that thing because yeah. I'm pretty much like How Samson long have you had well. your dreads? This is probably its 32nd birthday. No way. Yeah. But like, so you can't, I mean, you can never get rid of this. Well, It yeah. would be like a major thing. Never say never. Okay. You know, okay. Because one is not defined by the hair, Gwen. Well, that's true. You know, even though they, you know, are seen with it an awful lot. So, you know, I can't get lost in the crowd. Definitely. Right. <laughs> no, you know, they're always going to find me. But what would happen if you lost this hat? If Someone would nip hat, you another one? I would hope, like to think so. Because this mean, is like this your is my, thing. My That's your thing? I know. This is my late mother-in-law, oh. who was, you know, one of my biggest fans. Oh. I have to say, I'm saying that quite loudly as well, because I hope my wife's listening. <laughs> and so, you know, dear, dear, dear Wendy would always be like, yeah, leave him alone, he's all right. Oh. And then, you know, we'd have this little sort of like meeting of the minds. She was a keen... Crochet over uh, yeah. so uh it's know, a good one. Oh, it's amazing. Girl. She would she would find a way and then she was really good at making it extend. So as a hair grew, as a hair oh, grew, all of a sudden wider, yeah. she's got that. But now she's not here anymore. So how many do sadly, you have? I've got three and they've eat one was this one was late mother in law and then two others. One was a gift from Yoji Yamamoto, which is a funny story that 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 basically he wanted to do all these sort of oversized hats and so he made a cashmere hat and he was like, oh, Johnny Sam. I, 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 I was a bit like, oh, I don't know whether that's going to fit Yoji. So, so, so we had to cut it up the back and then add, add, add a d- different section to it. And then the other one was from my late grandmother oh. who, who basically decided that because I was a Rastafarian, that Rastafarians were great. She of was course. like, my grandson is one. So this is good. But she also met Bob Marley when he came to do a concert in Gabon, I think it was. And she, my grandmother was a sort of trader, you know, like head of the women's market, a little bit of a sort of activist. Amazing. I would expect nothing less. All that kind of stuff. But we're Ashantis. That's the tribe that we're from. And they're traders, basically. Okay. And that was what I was saying to you earlier, was that right at this moment, um, Prince Charles and... um, Duchess of Cornwall uh-huh. held an event at the palace yesterday just to embrace their future trip to West Africa. Which is amazing. Well, now with Prince Charles is the he- is leading the Commonwealth, yeah? Mm. Yeah. So that's important. Yeah, I think this it's a very important thing. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And it's like that. Up for the Ghanaians, up for the Nigerians and the Gambians, West Africa as a whole, Africa as a continent. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, Sam is making us wrap up. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> what time What time have we got? Oh, yeah. You know, we have chatted quite a bit. But before we let you go, one hairstyle that everybody should be doing for the holidays. What's the easiest, coolest hairstyle that any of us can do with our different length hair? I'd say the messy bun. We love the messy bun and we'll look just like Megan. Absolutely. I think the simplicity is there. It still still has an air, air, air of chicness, right? Where you can kind of throw it whichever way you like, but you don't have to kind of be too fussy with it. Right. You know, it's not about it being perfect. And right. that's the imperfection that, that, that slides for people. You know, pieces can fall out. Pass We're out. into it. We're into it. Well, thank you so much for coming thank in and hanging with me. us. Thank you for It was so me. much fun. And thanks to our listeners. Please come back next week. Go to usmagazine.com slash stylish for more celebrity beauty tips and tricks all week long. And until next week, stay gorgeous. Bye.